0: Hello everyone and welcome to Physio Minds. I'm your host Alex and this is my co-host. Hey guys, this is Theo. Awesome. So what we're doing today is we're going to introduce ourselves a little bit, tell you a little bit about each other's life and how we met. It's actually a kind of a funny story. (laughs) If you think about it, where we came from and uh, how we got to where we are today. So we're two physical therapy students and we live in Miami, Florida. Currently we are not in florida well at least one of us isn't theo you want to tell us where you are
1: uh i'm in frederick maryland um it's a little outside baltimore um and it's definitely not like miami it's really cold right now as you can see with the sweater the beanie um I haven't figured out how to work the heater you know so we're struggling a little bit but we're gonna get through it
0: i can definitely see the struggle right now so that's okay
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um currently I'm in Fort Myers Florida for a clinical rotation and Theo's on his second rotation as well as I am and um yeah we just want to tell you guys a little bit about us and you know this is kind of an informal PT podcast show so we'll be talking about various subjects and whatnot so let's see do you remember when our first interview was or when we had our interview was it like March or April
1: or PT school you mean
0: yeah, for PT school.
1: Um right. So I wanna say it was I think it was more closer to summertime, wasn't it? it was
0: yeah, I think it was around we,
1: we started fall, so I think it was May, May, June. Could be, yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> here I am. I'm I flew down from Chicago because that's where I'm from. And I fly down to Chicago. And I actually ended up staying at a hotel near Kendall, which is where Theo currently lives or his family resides. And so I'm I'm in Kendall and it's about a 45 minute drive to school. And I'm like, man, I should have stayed closer to actual Miami.
1: <laughs> but cool. so
0: I, I get ready in the morning. I get there early and I'm reading the list of names. Find, trying to find my name to sign in. And I see, Uh, last name and i see his last name and i see that it's greek so i'm like okay cool there's another greek kid that i can try to connect with i sit down and i think the meeting had already started it was like 759 805 or something like that (laughs) and here comes theo i had no idea who he was i was like who's this pitbull looking guy walking in here (laughs) and uh i think he sat down next to me yeah um and then i I saw your name again and i was like oh you're you're greek huh (laughs) theo looks at me he's like yeah i'm greek why he's like are you greek i was like yeah i am i was like okay cool so we started talking and then that's that's basically how we met and then we talked some shit you know here and there starting to talk in greek (laughs) yeah that was
1: uh for those who don't know um uh, there's, no, there's a pretty big co- Greek community in Miami. So, and I think there's one in Chicago as well from, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, but um, it was definitely a random seeing it was, I think the interview was like, maybe like 10, 15 people. And like, I sat next to like the one other Greek guy in like the whole program. Right. <laughs> um, so it was funny coincidence, you know, um, came really tight since then, um, finished all PT school together, studying together. Practicals, you know the works um (laughs) but and you know here we are doing a podcast now so I know it's been a a roller coaster
0: no it's it's crazy because I I tell people I'm Greek but I'm also half Hispanic and when Theo goes actually I'm not 100% Greek I'm also half Hispanic I was like no freaking way
1: (laughs) well I mean in Miami you're like even if you're not Cuban you're somehow Cuban you know what I mean so (laughs) I'm Greek Cuban, you know. We call it Grubin. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, I don't even have a nickname for for mine because it's Bolivian and Greek. So, we either say like Grolivian, or uh, I don't even know what to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got to figure that one out, man. Important. <laughs> yeah.
0: I know it's easy for you guys. You're you're Grubin. That's easy. Grubin.
1: <laughs> a Grubin sandwich.
0: Yeah. So, how did you um? I don't think I've ever asked you this, but how did you apply to PT school? Did you have like other schools that you wanted to apply to?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's everybody applies to like multiple schools. Um I actually had a funny uh application process. So again, for whoever doesn't know, um applying to PT school, there's there's like a common app for it. Um I think it's called PT CAS. Yeah. And, uh, basically you, the, you, you answer general information and then different, you select the programs that you want to apply to. Some have like essays, you know, whatever. Um, so I, I think I applied to like six, seven programs, each one. I don't remember. Do you remember how much the application fee was like a hundred bucks or something? Oh, like, it's
0: too much money. They're, they're yeah. making so much money off
1: of people. Yeah, and then you so. got to send transcripts and for each school you send transcripts, you got to pay money, like. Like it's, it was a lot of money to apply and I finished my whole application. It took me like, you know, I think it, the whole process was like, you know, two, two weeks, three, two, three weeks, writing essays, applying, you know, waiting, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I got my first rejection letter and I was like, oh damn, like, like that. So, um, and <laughs> like, oh, so I look at my application cause it was something funny that I got the rejection. They, they said something interesting. So I'm like, let me go look at this application. Turns out (laughs) I submitted everything. Everything got like approved, verified, whatever transcripts were checked by the PTCAS system. And they're like, yeah, these transcripts, like the grades make sense, whatever. But on my end, I actually forgot to click this button that said I approved that these transcripts are correct. And that's it. And because I didn't click that, like all the seven schools thousand dollars that i spent in applications like none of the schools could see my applications yeah that's stupid as hell (laughs) yeah i mean i should have read the instructions (laughs) you know what i mean but um anyway so after i got like rejected for like a bunch of schools i i started applying to other schools that had rolling admissions um i ended up getting into this one um interviewed crushed it you know and you know i it's been a great experience since. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, if if you didn't get rejected from those schools, I don't think I would have met you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's a nice way way to put it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Honestly, applying to PT school is such a pain in the ass. Like I didn't only apply to PT school. I applied to PA school. And then I actually applied to one school for uh, a master's in nursing degree because I thought I was going to be a nurse after that because I had no idea what was going on with my life I I was working as like a rehab tech right at a hospital for two years and and then finally I switched over to exercise phys cardiac rehab and then I was like dang I have no idea what I'm doing so I applied to that's
1: actually the the promotion that you're saying that you got because like you're working at like a hospital and you you got some yeah of okay
0: Yeah. So I I was working as like a, as a physical therapy tech at a hospital and I was there for two years and I was doing more office work and they started, I started to get more office work and more stuff out of my zone or out of my practice that I should be doing. So eventually I was just like, okay, I need to change the pace. I need to do something different. So I was scrolling through the work. I don't know what it's called, like the the system that they have and it had like a bunch of jobs listed on their website and I saw there was an exercise physiology position so I ended up applying for it I got rejected by the first one I applied for another job that was exercise phys with within the hospital system I got it and then I ended up doing like EKG classes with nurses for like a full week and I had to take like this exam that I had no idea what the heck was going on okay I, I failed the first time like so the fir- before you can go on to the second part of the exam, which is, like, 80-something questions, you have to pass the first 10 questions with 100%. Because it's all, like, emergency EKGs that you should be reading. And right. I had never seen EKGs the way that um, I was taught in school. <laughs> in school, it's just like, okay, here's the heart rhythm. Here's the QRS wave. Here's the T wave. You know, and you just kind of look through all that stuff. But it's nothing, nothing as uh what's it called as like difficult as the one that I was doing now with the nurses so I honestly that's that's tough but anyways long story short I did pass it I get into the program and as soon as I started becoming an exercise phys about a, two months into it I got accepted to PT school and then
1: uh yeah <laughs> <I am. laughs> yeah so you got the, a new job and you're like all right guys peace out <laughs> yeah.
0: PT yeah oh my gosh it was It was crazy because the one lady was like, yeah, I think I'm going to retire soon. Uh, You know, you should stick around for a long time. Another girl was talking about vacationing. And then I walk in three weeks after I was already accepted. And I'm like, hey, by the way, I'm leaving to Miami, Florida in two weeks. Uh, Thank you guys for everything. And then I just, (laughs) I (laughs) bounced. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's tough though. PT, applying to PT school is not easy. Yeah. Like you said, there's supplemental applications as well. And those are a pain in the ass.
1: Yeah. What did you uh give us a little background on, like what you studied for under like undergrad? Like what are what are the prereqs for PT school? Like, you know, how yeah. how you know, tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah. So I went to um University of Illinois at Chicago. So UIC, Bill Flames. And uh yeah, that was a good time. I actually I, I studied kinesiology, so I I graduated with exercise science degree and the PT prerequisites that you have to take are anatomy and physiology, either together or separate, I believe it's um, psychology. You need physics one and two. You need chemistry. Right. Um, I think you need biology too. You need a biology class, but you, yeah. in order to take anatomy, you have to take the bio classes.
1: Yeah. Um, and then some yeah. schools I think also have like um specific like um what's it called I had to take this one humanities class
0: oh yeah so you need like a sociology or something something in sociology.
1: Yeah, it was something like that that I had to take um actually I didn't take it in in undergrad and I had to do like a like an exam to get the credit for it or something
0: oh, okay yeah yeah I I think I think that's pretty much it because it's physics, chemistry, biology, anatomy, physiology, psychology, sociology, and am I missing anything? Oh, math. I think you need calc
1: one, right? Or pre-calc. I don't remember that, honestly. I think you might be, need like a statistics or something.
0: Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, you need stats. Statistics which
1: would make yeah. more sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. How about you? Where did you go to undergrad? Um, So I went to FSU in Tallahassee. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, It was a good time. Um, I studied a lot. I went out a lot. Um, I did. uh, I got good times
0: at at undergrad. Too many good times. Yeah.
1: I mean, mean, you got to enjoy undergrad, you know, put the work in, but you got to have a little fun. First time living on my by myself. You know what I mean? Um, So it was good. Um, I ended up doing, getting, uh, two degrees. Uh, one was in exercise phys, Uh, the other one was in, uh, nutrition. Um, I never like really pursued licenses in either of them. I just kind of did like a, basically like a pre-med track. I wasn't sure, you know, what I wanted to do. Um, and even I graduated and I still didn't know what I want to do. <laughs> so uh, I got a job, um, because it's tough, it's tough, like, saying, all right, what do you want to do for the rest of your life, you know what I mean, like, I I had, at that point, I I hadn't worked a day in my life, I think I I sold, like, do do you know what Cutco is, like, the knives, or whatever,
0: yeah, is that, like, the, uh, what's that company, starts with V, right,
1: Vector, I think, Vector, yeah, that's, yeah, So I like, I sold knives for a little bit, you know, but I, I was never, like, like, I never worked to see, like, you know, what I'm gonna do with the rest of my life, you know, so, after I finished school, like, I think I took like a month, two off. And then I was like, all right, like, I got to get serious. Like, what am I doing? Am I going to graduate school? Or like, you know, yeah, yeah. am I working? What am I doing? So I got a job. One of my friends told me there was, like an opening for a PT tech position, at, you know, this clinic in, in, in Kendall. And I was like, all right, it pays, you know, I get experience. I've always been interested in PT, you know, um, whatever This work. Let's see what it's all about um so yeah I mean I worked there for like three months was like a training period and which was rough you know I was making mistakes you know you know after after the three months um at that point like I was like pretty comfortable in the job I was it was more learning less just like doing like tasks like getting hot packs cold packs Mm -hmm. you know um getting equipment wiping tables it became more like all right like Take this person through these exercises you know what i mean or watch their form you know um and you know I, I fell in love with it and then that's when i decided i was like you know what i'm applying to pt school that's what i want to do for the rest of my life so
0: yeah that's crazy yeah, man. Man. <laughs> it's then, the crazy the crazy thing about it is like you do so much as a pt tech and for sure and like the amount of things that I, I was thinking about what we do for physical therapists i'm i'm like really grateful for because there's some people that don't uh who who might not have experience as a tech previously going to the pt school they might have just observed which is completely different yeah so knowing and reading the mind of the therapist before they can tell you is, is
1: yeah that's is, what it is bro that honestly like you just have to be like proactive and like you have to know okay like you like i got to a point where it's like all right this patient is coming in with shoulder pain mm-hmm. i don't know i mean i didn't know much anatomy. like i knew anatomy right but like not to the depth of that no now obviously right. So, all right this patient's coming with shoulder pain like i'm thinking okay like exercise wise like we're probably going to do some sort of like scapular program we're going to do like rows or something like that you know something along those lines right, right um so you know i would start typing in the flow sheet like all right we're going to do rose today. We're going to do this. And like, I'll get the hot pack ready. Cause I know she likes to start with the heat. You know what I mean? And like, and, and that's, and honestly, that's how you become really good at your job. And that's how you become a good physical therapist. Cause you're thinking ahead, you know, like, what is this person going to need? And, you know, you, and things might change, right. You know, But you always got to be ready because things move fast. Um, so freaking so fast, fast.
0: <laughs> Like especially now, like in our clinics, yeah. in our clinicals um you want to talk about your clinical now a little bit or like your first clinical which one do
1: you want to yeah I mean we could talk a little bit about um I'll I'm, I'm just talk about clinicals in general like I mean right now I'm basically seeing like a full caseload I'm seeing 100% of the patients um which is cool <laughs> right like
0: I'm not so that's why,
1: yeah no I'm seeing so I'm seeing like 100% of the patients I don't know how many it is honestly I, I, I haven't counted but I think I'm seeing like uh, close to f- between 40 to 50 somewhere around there a week I was like dang um, one day <laughs> no nah, not one Are day nah. look? I mean I see I think my max in one day so far has been like 15 which it was like Hot. yeah it was a 12 hour shift so yeah. 15 was it was it was a lot but it, it was like it was manageable right you know um and I don't have a tech. I don't have a PTA. Some days I have like an athletic trainer that comes in and like um, we use them kind of as like skilled techs. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like, basically they're there for like, I think two hours out of the day and it's like, okay, like it's helpful. Right. But like, I think they're also there like at our slowest points. Mm -hmm. So I, I delegate, you know, a little bit, but it's also kind of like, all right, I have like one patient right now, so I don't need that much help, but when I get to the point that I have two, three patients, you know, they, they all need manual therapy, or you know, you got to be in like two places at once. That's when a tech is nice, you know. They could be your eyes and ears a little bit. Um,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Because in my clinic that I'm at right now, we don't have any techs. We do have PTAs. PTAs are great, by the way. They're they're awesome. Not to say the PTs aren't, but the the ones that I've worked with in all my clinics have been they've been great they've been they know exactly what we want to do or they know they can like read your mind well which is like you said it's part of the job yeah and becoming or being a pt tech prior to becoming a pt is really going to help with that but yeah i i think the max load that i'm seeing right now is i want to say 80 to 95 percent of the patient case load mm-hmm. unless it's something really complicated he or my ci doesn't really want me to interact with them or not interact but he does he he'll probably take over if anything um let's talk about what we feel about different spots in Miami so like we're in school we're in Miami we're there do you remember do you do you remember you text me you're like yo bro text me if you're in the Kendall area so we can go go get a drink
1: yeah because I mean you were there for like a night for the interview right yeah, like, i was here two days yeah and i had hit you up i was like yo you know send me a text if like you know you want to go out in kendall because i'm like i'm not gonna because again kendall to like downtown or anywhere is like 40 45 minutes so i'm like yo like i'll go out in kendall right like we can go get a beer whatever um <laughs> and anyway, go on with story <laughs> no I, I just
0: i just remember that because i was like Bro, who is this kid? <laughs> like, he's trying to take me. What the heck is a Kendall? I had no idea what they <laughs> were doing. I told you I ended up going to like Blue Martini or something like that. In yeah, yeah,
1: Blue Martini Kendall. Yeah. Just <laughs> <spot.
0: laughs> I ended up getting like a drink there, and then I I I left like the next morning, at like six a.m. It was. Yeah. I flew in late at night, the day before. Went all day through the whatever it was that we had orientation. And then after that, I flew out the next morning, which was crazy, yeah. but yeah. Uh, spots to get food and, and drinks. I mean, even during class now, <laughs> we would go yeah. to Versailles and stuff.
1: I mean, you know, big food guy. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, around us, around campus, we had uh, Versailles that was really good, pretty like cheap, like, you know, Mex- uh, non-Mexican Cuban food. Um we had La Careta. We had um Emily's Cafe. Emily's Spa. Cafe, shout out. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. Um I'm go back. You know, so they give they used to give they probably still do give those like grandma candies. Yeah, yeah. You know, strawberry ones. <laughs> Yo, that's what's up. I, I love a good like candy after my meal. Yo, um
0: dessert dessert is a big part of my uh yeah, part of my <laughs> <And> <laughs> At one point, there's, don't you remember we were going to call this uh, Cookie Boys?
1: <laughs> oh, the cookie, yeah, yeah, we were thinking about names for podcasts, and we we're thinking Cookie Boys because obviously we love cookies. Oh man! Anyway, we decided to go a different route. That's besides the point. <laughs> um, and then, oh, there was also this. Like, um, I got to give him a shout out. I forget what I forget what the restaurant's the 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 little cafe, you know, by the
0: oh by the yeah, the cafe within the. Uh, the business area
1: yeah i don't know what it's called um but they have this almond croissant oh my and God. i know what you're thinking almond croissant what the hell is that it's fire highly recommend um i think i put courtney on the almond croissant and i'll show vouch um
0: you the amount of times you talked about this almond croissant, croissant i think i've tried it once with you because you're like you have to try it <laughs> it's like okay bro i'm serious yeah. about this yeah this they, good. Yo, they, they got a sponsor for uh all my yeah. croissants here <laughs> i'll make free all my croissants
1: for life i'm
0: with it <laughs> crazy though i mean there's some other good places around there coyo taco but that's a little bit further away further away yeah,
1: yeah, i mean in general miami food spots like you're gonna have some good like uh, like latin food uh coyo taco is good you know the, the quesadilla highly recommend
0: yeah
1: um what other do you got
0: <laughs> tap 42
1: yeah tap 42 you also want a beer yeah or the bar uh the bar yeah i mean i don't know if i i mean i don't know if i'll get food at the bar unless i'm like hungry but obviously <laughs> i'm always hungry <laughs> um yeah, but there, there's, there's definitely some good spots in Miami yeah for sure.
0: Yeah, there's always, there's always something to do and there's always something to eat.
1: Yeah, every day, like, you know, there's, like, some bar has some special, you know. And, I mean, I, I love going, like, shopping the deals, you know what I mean? Because I do not have a lot of money. I haven't gotten a paycheck in, since, yeah. like, 2014.
0: It's been a minute.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so.
0: You know, the, yeah. the crazy thing is, when i moved down from chicago chicago they have happy hours but it's always like five to seven or like seven to nine it's it's weird hours it's like three to five not a lot of people are out yet and they do it on purpose but in miami there was a happy hour every single day of like every single time yep it was like when i came down here i was like is this normal
1: for you guys yeah i mean there's spots that just have happy hour all day um you know, for like margaritas, for example. Yeah. Um, they have every day, a happy hour every day besides the weekend. There's other ones that are like great happy hour, the wharf, four to seven. Oh, yeah. It's um, a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it's the wharf. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I in general, if you're going to go to PT school, Miami's a nice place to do it. You know, we got the beach. The weather's nice all year round. Um You might get hit by a hurricane, but after your first one, you'll be all right.
0: You know, that's funny you bring it up because when I was coming down for PT school, I was supposed to be, I I drove down from Chicago and I had a, I had my car and I had my trailer and I had, my dad was there. He was working in the car while I'm driving. Um, But the crazy thing was it was during a hurricane. I can't remember. It was 2019 of August, but there was some hurricane happening then. And I'm driving down, I'm calling people that are already down there. I'm like, hey, are you are you leaving Miami? Like, are they worried? And basically all people from Miami are like, no, no, it's okay. It's it's gonna be fine.
1: Only like a category yeah. two, bro. It's not like- <laughs> <laughs> well, how am I supposed to know? Yeah. I, yeah I've know.
0: never been through a hurricane, knock on wood. And driving down it said like i could see on the tolls it's, it's like open tolls and you see a bunch of people leave leaving and i'm the idiot that's going straight towards it i'm like oh okay cool
1: you gotta do what you gotta do
0: <laughs> i was like i start school monday
1: so i better be there that's right oh man yeah but i mean it like was that the only hurricane experience you had when you were down there or because i feel like we haven't had a like a a, a good one like a strong one in a that while it's
0: the only one i know of other than like the tropical storms but i don't even know yeah, how categorize
1: yeah.
0: you You said it was like wind speed or something that you guys categorize it that yeah, way
1: exactly it goes by wind speed and don't ask me what the numbers are I, I know like after a certain wind speed it goes from tropical storm to category one right and then it goes two three again with well, wind speed but typically like the the wind isn't the worst part it's typically flooding um, especially like brickle gets bad uh, you know with um, with flooding like it'll be like right. like buildings are flooded um, right. and that's really causes the most damage it's not necessarily the wind <clears throat>
0: um, yeah because I was gonna say like, Brickell is that technically downtown Miami or no because if it is I've seen videos where that place just gets flooded and what yeah. I mean what it's like almost knee high water
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: yeah that's crazy Mm
1: -hmm.
0: honestly insane um another thing i wanted to bring up before we end today's session was uh just a kind of recap of what this podcast is going to be about where we're we're just bringing you information about pt pt school itself experiences that we've had um Later on, what we want to do is bring in other special guests on the show. That way you can hear their experiences, whether it be in an orthopedic setting, pediatric setting, uh, inpatient, which is like a hospital setting. So it's not just going to be us us two talking the entire time.
1: Yeah, you'll get bored of us. But (laughs) just to to add to that, I think think, um, something we also want to do is get like other professions in here, too uh occupational therapy um i know i know our program had like a close relationship with occupational therapy so we have connections there um i, I would like to get like speech like speech therapy um yeah. involved uh, and just like other professionals you know it's, it's good to get like insight from you know other clinicians other professionals you know their experiences and, and right what they can
0: do. exactly so re- We'll eventually reach out to medical doctors. We'll reach out to nurses and, you know, even down to CNAs and um, respiratory therapists, especially now during COVID times, everybody's been using respiratory therapists as like the number one provider, everything going on. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for coming. Goodbye, suck. Don't really know how to do them. So we're just going to say, see you next time. And the next episode We're going to talk about how to survive PT school, and uh, we'll explain to you what didactic means. So (laughs) thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Later, y'all.